welcome. We slay things. Hi, I'm Andy, and I play Belisar, a human fighter champion. And I was once a royal guardian of the kingdom of Cordinia, Grand Archon of the Uru of War, Receiver of the Corona of Slianalis, Slayer of Rodogog the Great, Rider of the Blue Dragon of the Anorok Desert, Friend of Craddock the King of the Giants, and Slayer of Kuali of Fire Fleet. My name is Amber, and I play the Helldwarf Paladin Emberlin. My name is Alyssa, and I play Kilbo Dragons. I am a non-binary dragonborn sorcerer. I'm Joe. I play Mima, the Tiefling Rogue. I'm Amy, and I play Twiggy Asparagus, a forest gnome druid. I'm Thomas, and I play Zardex, Cleric of the Grave. Hello, my name is Jason, and I play Zauberchubbins, a dwarven wizard of applied meteorology. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm the Dungeon Master... Adventures Local 381 has set off to the high forest of Faerun. They have been told that an evil force is descending upon one of the oldest creatures on the planet, the Grandfather Tree, an ancient, sentient, gnarled oak protected by many magical wards. Unfortunately, the party has found that the Grandfather Tree is under attack Someone is trying to get to it for nefarious purpose. When the party first entered the high forest, uh, they encountered a village that had been destroyed by various forces. As they were making their way out of the village, they were attacked by a number of plants. Many of these plants they destroyed, but they did manage to save some treants and woodwodes who warned them that they were in danger if they pressed on. Undeterred, the party opted not to take a rest, and has pushed on through the night. And that is where we pick up. You all have been pressing through the night, and shortly after you set off the site of your battle with the with the tree ants warning you that uh, you should turn back because it's very dangerous, it began to rain really, really, really hard, just pouring down rain. It is early, early spring, and this is a massive storm. So you all push through the night. It's uneventful, but it is difficult going. I need you all to roll me a constitution saving throw with disadvantage. Bad news for everyone but Kilbo, you all have one point of exhaustion. Oh, no. All right. Until you all get a long rest or have some other means to remove that, you have disadvantage on all skill checks. I'm using my charm of vitality that I've held on to this whole entire time. Very good. What's the charm of vitality? Do we all have to listen? It's that Chilingo thing that I... Can I use that? What does it do? Picks off a point, picks off shit. Sweet, I do that. <laughs> it allows you to run through the night. Yeah, I... Welcome six months ago. <laughs> I ate my Chewingo a long time ago, I think. I just snorted my Chewingo. Though, though you all have pressed through the night with some magical help, you are not completely exhausted. You're only just really tired and very, very soaking wet. The dawn is breaking, really more as light is starting to rise. You all come into what appears to be a village. Meanwhile, you are at the top of the initiative right now. You can see sort of in the distance through the rain what appears to be a small village. I want to I wanna clamber up as 
fast as possible the, the closest tree. Uh, Let's see if I can see if I can get a better look. Twenty-six. Yeah, meanwhile just scapers right up into the tree. Uh, now roll me an investigation check. Twenty-nine. You managed to find enough of a canopy from the storm that you can kind of glance it down into the village. Uh, you don't see any fires burning. You don't see any immediate activity. Everything appears to be very, very still. No people or creatures or any, any Not kind? Not a creature stirring as near as you can tell. Guys, there's no creature stirring. Not even a mouse in that village over there. Uh, is it another destroyed village? Uh, I don't think well, so. It's your turn, Zardex. Uh, as you all are walking into the village, uh, you can roll me a perception check. 33? 33. That's pretty good. As, as you're kind of walking around and, and looking in some of the, the huts and cottages and whatnot, you can see that most of the possessions have been left in place. Uh, there do appear to be a couple of, you know, cups that have been knocked over, areas where things have been clearly knocked askew and not set aright. You can see that there is some vandalism. Some of the windows have been broken. There's some other uh, scrapings, it looks like. That's all for Meemaw. You, you do notice that there are a wide variety of food supplies about. Some of them smell as if they're starting to turn a little bit, but you can tell that everything here is edible. From what you gather, this place was evacuated very quickly. And you can see there was a lot of foot traffic in the streets that the rain is just now starting to wash away. I don't see any evidence of a battle or anything like that. Uh, no, no. Uh, it does not appear as if a battle has took place here. That's um, heartening. I, w- I would say with that high perception check, I'll throw in some insight on this. Um, you get the sense that this village... Uh, since the danger a lot sooner and in fact just everyone ran away you can tell that whatever invading force did come through here did do some damage but their heart really wasn't in it wow (laughs) some really really bad insurrectionists in here do we have an idea of where the invading force may have gone they do seem to be moving in the same direction that you all are well I think we need to press on everyone spell saw Anything you're wanting to do. I recall the town we found that was abandoned a while back, and we massacred those poor unsuspecting kobolds that tried to ambush us. And at the time, we thought it was prime real estate for some kind of a theme park. I'm wondering if we can do the same thing with this one. Perhaps a nice coffee shop, a uh, fast food joint, uh, ice cream. What was that? I said roll me an insight check. They're still alive? That would be a nine. <laughs> a nine? You get the sense it's a little remote for an effective theme park. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to make a theme park in a swamp. <laughs> Twiggy, roll me a survival check. Fourteen? Fourteen. As Zardex is wondering how old the tracks are, you, you take a look, and, and just your general knowledge of nature, it's getting a little hard to tell because the rain is washing some of it out. Uh, but you can tell that there have been some animal tracks that have moved through this area relatively recently. You know, we saw signs that a giant elk had attacked. Is it anything that I would recognize from the other village? Like You, you do recognize what would appear to be some uh, elk scrapings. You do see what appear to be paw prints of a, a fairly large cat. You also see on some of the thatched roofs 
It looks like they've been caved in a little bit. There are some small boulders in some of these huts. You also uh, uh, see what, what appear to be some snake-like This is not natural. This is not how it should be. Arctured, and I just start like mumbling to myself because I'm like, beep, 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 beep. walking through it. Zobber Chubbin. I want to try to figure out where everyone went. I would say investigation at disadvantage. Okay, one. Given the the number of prints and the the storm that you all are moving through, uh, it's really hard to tell. Most of the footprints seem to be going in an easterly direction towards the the center of the high forest. But as as you all are getting closer to the outskirts of the village, it's really getting difficult to tell. Do I know anything about the cartography of this place, or is it totally new to me? Roll me a history check. 27. I think we've established you have passed through the high forest before, and, and as, as with any living ecosystem, you know, there, there are some shifts and changes, but you get the sense you're probably day and a half, maybe two days out from the grandfather tree. What, what I would say is, as, as you all are looking around, you do appear to be a, a number of comfy beds currently oh. unoccupied. Ooh. And they're dry. Hey. Hey. Who wants to go take a good old-fashioned uh, nap in one of these with the, the tent thing in me? Yes, please. It sounds very nice. Are we going to have time, though? Do we? Let's make time. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, if we if we lay in these beds, it'll restate or restart our spawn points, and I think that's a good thing. Uh, and then it'll be day when we wake up; it'll stop so raining. If you die in the next battle, you can start here at the village. That's right. <laughs> I'm more concerned about the tree being uprooted by the time we get there. Much, much, much later. Could I attempt to scry on the tree again? Yeah, I, I want to know how the tree is and how urgent it is for us to get to it. Take out your your focus for this, and spend about ten minutes. You know, as as all the rest of you are slowly but surely trying to dry off in this horrible, horrible damp. Zobber Chubbins is sitting there and concentrating. And after about ten minutes, at first you feel great resistance, but then that after that initial push back that you feel in your mind, you feel that defense sort of drop. And as you see the grandfather tree, this gnarled ancient oak you can tell that it appears to be concentrating with all of its might roll me an insight check robert one uh yeah you you are just so stunned by this creature this is you know dwarves are long lived and have you know, ancient ancient history going back thousands and thousands of years this is a creature that is older than the oldest dwarven story by millennia. And you are so focused on that aspect of it that it's difficult to tell much else. It does appear to be safe for the moment, but it does it is looking really intently at something you cannot quite make out. Do I get a sense of how long it'll be able to hold this off? With an insight check of a natural one? No. And then I didn't get a sense of any of the other creatures around it. No. Uh, what what you can see as you start scrying through this creature, or around this creature, really, you can see that there are some sort of shimmering barriers 
Uh, but it's hard to make out much beyond that, and the storm is very thick. Okay. Well, I tried. All right, let's go. Let's all go. Right. You all make your way into a clearing as you start to hear, well, as you can in the storm, creatures begin to surround you all. Uh-oh. Uh, in a form that looks a lot like the battle map that I have just texted you. The golem is in front. Belisar is behind him. Uh, Emberlin is mounted on her Paraton. Uh, Kilbo, Twiggy, Zabrachevans, Mimal, and Zardex. You have uh, swarms of poisonous snakes behind you. You have jaguars approaching from the side. You see wait, wait. a giant elk coming out of the wood towards you. And in the trees about 15 feet above them are four giant apes. Ah, apes. Oh no. Someone help kill The snakes are up first. Group one is going to go after Zobberchubbins. All right. 21 to hit Zobberchubbins. It hits. Uh, only two piercing damage. Uh, I need you to roll me a constitution saving throw with advantage. 19. You take four points to poison damage. Second swarm is going to go after Zardex. That's a 17, which I don't think will hit. Nope. Twiggy, Last Swarm is going to go after you. That's a 25 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Uh, so that's going to be six piercing damage. I need you to roll me a constitution saving throw. 16. You take eight poison damage. So that is the snakes. Next up is Meemaw. You have a swarm of poisonous slash venomous snakes, all of which are attempting to attack you. I'm going to pop out a ruby from my Helm of Brilliance and cast Wall of Fire at my feet. Or on the snakes, I mean. Where the snakes are. That's a good idea. All right. Uh, Which direction? Okay, okay, okay. I want to go, like, outwards. Okay, so, so like, snake and then hopefully maybe jaguars where on our side. You can get the snakes that are on you and the jaguar. Hell yeah. Snakes are going to get a a dirty 20, so I assume they save. And the jaguar is going to fail. It is going to fail fucking badly. I did 25. Yeah, the snake is not enjoying that. So you are concentrating on that. As long as you've got concentration on it, that wall is up. Next up is Zardex. Do any of these animals have magical weapons? Nope. Then he's invulnerable. (laughs) Except for maybe the poison. I will command Bill, William, you must punch a... Defeat these creatures, William. Punch them. William smash! Giant wow. elk number two is the closest, so... Uh, All right. Roll me a couple of attacks. Dave. He gets two slam attacks, I believe. I don't have him in my head. 24 and a 13. First one hits, second one does not. Seven bludgeoning <laughs> So, yeah, he smacks this giant elk. Unfortunately, most of it hits the antler and doesn't do quite as much damage as you would like. Uh, anything you want to do on your turn, Zardax? I think I might just shoot the snakes. I'm gonna use a, I'll use a guiding ball. All right, fire away. Sixteen. Uh, that hits. Yeah. Get away from the fourteen radiant damage, and the next attack on it is yep. going to be at advantage. All right. Next up are the elks. 
Twiggy, you are going to get attacked by a giant elk. Uh-huh. A it is going to miss as it tries to ram you. Oh, really? Next one uh, is engaged with Golem. It's going to try to fight it. Uh, it hits, but it's non-magical damage, so it does nothing. Third one is going to go after... It's going to charge Zobber. 18 to hit. Hits. 10 bludgeoning damage. I need you to do a strength saving throw. 17. 17. Good news for you. You are not knocked prone, and you are not then subjected to a hoof attack. Number four here is going to go... It's Twiggy. They are... These giant elks have apparently heard about your reputation, and they are not fans. Uh, it'd be a 19 to hit you, Twiggy. Seven bludgeoning damage, because I'm rolling for shit on the damage dice. I need you to do me a strength saving throw. Oh, I got a dirty 20. <laughs> Good news. Stay on your feet. Next up is Belisar. Okay, do I get any sense that they are being mind-controlled by some druid thing? Roll me a nature check. 12. 12. You know that these are not animals that typically work together, and they're not typically this actively aggressive against humanoids. Okay, I will attempt to flank the elk that is on Zalber Chubbins, and then I'm going to hold my attack until Twiggy's turn to see if she can perhaps do something with these creatures to make sure they're not bad. Okay. And then if she can't do it, then I will make some venison out of it. Good news, bad news. Twiggy is a very competent druid. Unfortunately, it is not her turn yet. That's the bad news. The bad news I thought that was the- now the turn of the eight. Two bad newses? Throws a stone at Belisar. Natural 20. The ape threw a stone at me? I hope it's a stone. <laughs> yeah, that is not a stone with a nat 20. <laughs> Can I do an insight check on that stone? Also, there's corn in it. Oh, no. <laughs> that is going to be 56 damage. This rock hits you square on the top of the head. Holy shit! Damn! It stings a bit. The next <laughs> one is going to be hurling a rocket twiggy. Sorry. That's a 25. That hits. Uh, that is going to be 30 bludgeoning damage. Ow. Third ape is going to throw at Emberlin. 19, I don't think does it. Okay, Zobber, <laughs> the, well, the last one is chucking a rock at you. Wow, 25. Uh, that is 34 bludgeoning damage. Harambe's Revenge. Harambe's uh, <laughs> Revenge. On this turn, can I get within 30 feet? Yeah, you've got 30 feet of movement. Yeah, no, I want to do that, and I want to do chain lightning, and I want to hit all three apes. Uh, there are four, but... Awesome. Uh, so I'm going to roll mm. a dexterity saving throw. Mm, uh, I'm going to barbecue the apes. <laughs> that is a fail. Number one yes. critically fucking fails. He's going to take double damage. Yes. Uh, Hell yeah. That one does no better. Yes. Uh, that's an 18. Oh, shit. I mean. The number uh, three saves. Yeah. And number four does not. Okay, good. My spellcasting save is <laughs> They all fail. They all fail. And one of them takes double damage. Oh. Nine. Where's my charisma modifier? Okay, five. Yes. Next up are the jaguars. One jaguar is going to go after Belisar. And it should flank me then. It does. 19, Belisar? Miss. Stupid cat. Is going to go after Emberlin. Oh, yeah. that one is going to 
yeah. Hitman on the Zabrachev in space. Oh, yeah. Who's gonna go after you, Kilbo? Oh, great. 17? My armor class is 15. Oh. Six damage. Quiggy, you are surrounded by death and everything seems to have it out for you. What would you like to do? So, if I conjure a bunch of pixies, do they go after me or do I roll initiative for them? Yeah, they would go after you. Do I know if something like the Greater Restoration or the Dispel Magic would work on these like they kind of did on the trees? Roll me an insight check. 28. These creatures don't have a high enough intelligence. They they appear to be... You suspect they may have been trained for this purpose. Trained. Do, would I have a sense if they'd be able to be compelled not to do this? Or is it kind of like a lost cause? You get the sense this one might be a lost cause. I'm going to just go ahead and conjure up some quicklings. Two quicklings. You quickly conjure some quicklings. If they're a lost cause. Otherwise, I was going to turn them into snails and try to send them somewhere to get help. (laughs) Snails? Yeah, so I could catch them. (laughs) That's adorable. (laughs) What would you like for your quicklings to do? I would like them to attack some of the stuff on me. Maybe uh, let's start with the elk. Ooh, opportunity attack on that one. And then a uh, 26. Uh, a 26 will definitely hit. The elk misses. 17. 17 damage, all right. Yeah, that elk is, is looking definitely worse for wear. Next quicklings just gonna attack the same elk. Fifteen. Uh, fifteen hits. Awesome. Then they all hit. Twenty-seven. That elk died. I tried, elk. I wanted to heal you, but you're compelled. Okay, so seeing that Twiggy starts carving up an elk, I'm gonna do the same. That'd be eighteen. Eighteen hits. That's gonna be thirty damage on the first. Oh yeah, you kill that elk. It is dead. All right. And you are no longer flanked. Now I'm going to turn around and attack this jaguar. All right, that's a 16. Hits. That's going to be a 32. Woo, wow, yeah, that hurts. And I'm going to attack it again with a 13. 13 hits. All right, that's going to be another 30 damage. Oh, yeah, you kill the fuck out of that jaguar. That's a, you, you basically... Yeah, you take it and, like, Babe Ruth swing this thing and decapitate its head... And it flies and hits a tree trunk. Can I go and try to flank one of the creatures on Twiggy? Yes. I will do that. Just going to run around the battlefield killing shit. Next up is Zabrachevin. At this point, you just have a swarm of... Oh, well, actually, you have a swarm of snakes and a jaguar. How big is the area that all these animals are in? Uh, Some of the apes are about 70, 75 feet away from you, but most everything else is within 40 feet. Maddening Darkness. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. So you're casting Maddening Darkness. That, I believe, is a 60-foot radius sphere. Yes. Which would encapsulate everything. Uh, no, they all fail. All right. 47. Snakes drop dead. Giant elks drop dead. Jaguars are still standing, barely. Here is the issue with this spell, Zobber. As long as you have this cast and are concentrating, your companions can only see 
that the darkness is sculpted around them. They will not be able, uh, well, they can attack, but all their attacks will be with disadvantage. Sorry. If you wait six seconds, it'll just kill them the next time, so. <laughs> I don't have that kind of time. Emberlin, you are surrounded in darkness. You know that a jaguar tried to bite to your right? Am I still um, on my peloton? You are. It is, it's kind of freaking out a little bit, but you, you are managing to stay on it. Uh, yeah, the, par- the paraton takes 47 psychic damage. And I believe that <laughs> it out of existence. There you go. Um, you land on your feet. You know that there was a jaguar to your right, but right now you can't see anything beyond your immediate space. I am going to cast Guardian of Faith. That's my turn. Uh, what saving throw do they need to make? Dex. 13, not gonna do it. Bye bye, Jaguar. As it appears, you hear a Jaguar and die. Anything Sorry, else? kitty. Meemaw, you are shrouded in darkness, but snakes aren't biting at you anymore. So, you know, cool. I, I let down the wall of fire, I guess, I don't know. I understand Twiggy needs some help. I need to go flip over to Twiggy and stab. Uh, Roll me a perception check with disadvantage. 18. 18. You know that Twiggy was maybe 10 feet ahead of you and just to your left? I can flip over there. All right. Roll me an acrobatics check, also with disadvantage. Oh, that's not so great. Uh, Oh, it's still 19. 19? Uh, Yeah, I'd say you land pretty much where you think you should. I stab to my left. All right, roll a stab attack. Ow! This has advantage. Uh, I got a 23. 23. Go ahead and roll your sneak attack damage. 41. Twiggy, out of the darkness, as Rapier stabs you for 41 points of damage. Oh, God. <laughs> well, there we oh, go. Oh, no! <laughs> Shit! Good job, well, Albert. Good job. You're I, I cast a hellish rebuke from that attack. Uh, <laughs> um, I told you, just wait six seconds and it'll kill them off for you. Sardex. Is anyone hurt at all by these animals? Twiggy oh. is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hurt. Anyone. Yeah, we can talk. We're, we have ears and mouths. Uh, yeah, I, did you miss the bit when I said jabbering madness was coming from the darkness? Yes. No one can hear. Why? Yeah, I Y'all's voices just add to the chorus. I will wait. That's my turn. Next. Uh, Next is Belisar. You think something just landed to your left, and then you heard Twiggy scream out in pain. That's unfortunate. Sounds like a Zalverchuppin special to me. I am going to make my way towards the apes. All right, roll me a perception check with disadvantage. That'll be a six. You are getting ready to take off. How, how far are you moving? 30 feet. As you do that. Just between the Marx Brothers. A claw sweeps out of the darkness and misses you. That's right. Uh, Zardax, something is moving past you uh, seemingly with ill intent. If you wish to make an attack of opportunity, you can do so. No, I will not make an attack of opportunity. Bellastar, you, you are standing where you think apes are in their general direction. By your math, you figure you're probably 35 feet away from one. Okay, I am going to try to shoot one. Fire and attack with disadvantage. 
<laughs> see anything. What are you doing? 18. 18. All right. I want you to roll me a D8. It's going to be a two. <laughs> You're not sure if it hit anything or not. Okay. okay so I the barrel don't... has spun around. Next barrel is up. Well, then I will try for a second one. That's going to be a critical 19. All right. I need you to roll me another D8. It's going to be a three. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. 16. 16. Zardex. You feel 16 points of damage slam into your shoulder with this burning <laughs> sensation. Oh, no. Oh. Your pepper box has flipped around for a third shot if you want to take it. Do I hear him go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you hear it. You, you do hear exactly that sound effect. Friendly fire. <laughs> okay. Uh, I know the apes didn't have guns. <laughs> <laughs> with hearing Zordax's scream of agony, I will not fire. Yeah, it wasn't really agony. It was grotesque like agony movie. with his little weak body. Could have shot someone's eye out. The apes spend their turn panicking. This is something completely new to them. So go ahead and roll damage again. Zabatrack. Right. 52. Ooh, wow, yeah. Almost all of them are dead. You hear one of them hit the ground. Next up is Kilbo. I want to roll a perception check to see if my hatred of the apes. 17. 17. You know there's a jaguar just to your left, and you're pretty sure that probably 40 feet away to your right is where another one is. Okay, another jaguar? Another ape. I want to go for that one, All right. obviously. And I want to do lightning bolts. Oh, he failed bad. Oh, thank goodness. You you blast the lightning bolt out, and, and you hear the sound of a giant ape yes. splat onto the ground. And I feel alive. Anything else you want to do on your turn? Uh, the jaguar. I'm going to breath weapon at it. Uh, it fucking fails. It fails. So I'm uh, going to do. Yeah, exit jaguar. Uh, 19. Yeah, that is well more. You turn and... It's barbecue jaguar. And yeah, it, you you hit it like its mouth was open in a panic and it went right through. Oh. All the way through its butthole. Next up is the other jaguar, which is similarly going to panic and die an ignominious death. Right next to you, Zobber Chubbins. Twiggy, you and your quicklings are still alive. You're smarting a bit from the what is clearly Meemaw's anus-tainted blade. You are shrouded in total darkness right now. What would you like to do? Um, do I have any sense of what's left? Roll me a perception check with disadvantage. Well, I rolled a 23 with disadvantage. A 23 with disadvantage. You suspect, based on the creatures you've heard dying around you, there are maybe two apes left. You know that they are very seriously injured. Okay, well, maybe I'll just do a, uh, a range attack. I'm just going to blight one of them, because why not? I love blight. All right. Yeah, with the 23, I would say you see it. Wow, I just rolled double nat 20s. It's not going to matter. It still has... I, I, you know, with double nat 20s, I feel like i got to respect that. Like, you fire it, but you're just a little off and miss. All right, Zobber, you have maintained Maddening Darkness. You... Uh, basically, your theme song for the last six seconds has been Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. 
I'm gonna get rid of that spell then, or stop the spell. All right, oh, finally. <laughs> Belsar, as you as you look around, you see you are behind everybody in your party. You ran in entirely the wrong direction. You also see Zardex holding his arm. Meemaw, you see your sword dripping with blood, and you see an injury uh, that looks rapier-shaped in uh, Twiggy's side. But most everything else is lying dead on the battlefield. Zobber Chevins, it's still your turn. Yeah, yeah I'll do fireball. Range spell attack. So, 28. It's, yeah, you kill one instantly. And then, it, just showing off, you flick another at the other one. And that one's 27. Uh, yeah, and that's even more impressive. Uh, as Zobber Chevins has basically just cleared this very busy battlefield. With <laughs> and then I go Zobber and I apologize to everybody and I just say, I was just trying to um, take care of this whole thing at once. Sorry, I should have said don't move. Next time. Yeah, there's a there's a rapier-sized hole in Twiggy that has your name on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe don't, cast that, for... maybe don't cast that on everybody next <laughs> Right, are we resting or what? What are we doing? Uh, I'm almost out of spell slots, so I would we, like I to we're, I think to we're going to have to rest. Yeah. Jeez, Twiggy, did you see that ape just run run up to you and stab you and then run off? That, <laughs> that, ape, grabbed my, that ape grabbed my sword. Monkeys <laughs> are horrible. Let's just say a long rest. The tree's not going to die. The rain does seem to be letting up. Though. Great. It's an omen. I'm going to take a nap. See you in about eight hours. Twiggy, I think Twiggy might have to be the one to to call on this one because it's her home turf. Can she just ride on the flesh golem and take a nap, and he can carry her? Mm. Yeah, I mean, the flesh golem could cradle you like a child. How many? <laughs> now I kind of feel bad for hating it. Much, much, much later. I yeah, think short should. rest and let's go. All right, so anybody who needs to heal up, you can roll hit dice. As it's getting on into to mid-late morning, you all set off. The rain is still streaming down through the trees now and then, but for the most part, it has lessened. And you all are, are tired, you're damp, you're cranky, but you are making progress. As you're traveling through, most of the afternoon is fairly uneventful it's it's starting to get on towards dusk again and because you're in such heavy wooded cover it's it's getting harder to see it gets darker a little earlier than the sun would set and the overcast nature of the day is not helping with that so as it's getting on towards dusk you figure you've been traveling for about seven hours since your battle this morning and again it's mostly been fairly uneventful fairly quiet uh, in fact, uh, anyone who would like to uh, can roll a nature check. Uh, most of you are picking up on this. The forest is surprisingly quiet. Mm. You get the sense that most creatures are are staying, are giving you all a wide berth, and you just, them. you're just generally not seeing a lot of animals or other creatures as you all are beginning to move through the forest. Emberlyn... Can I do, like, either investigation or perception? Yeah. Can I figure out what's going on? 15. Is there anything in particular you're looking for? I'm just looking for, like, you said that the forest is really quiet, and I'm trying to figure out what that, why. 
You don't see anything specifically. You all are fairly loud between heavy armor, between the the number, the sheer number of you all, uh, between the fact that there's a flesh golem just boom, 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 sort of at the beginning. You don't see anything else in range that would cause them to, to sort of be giving you all a wide berth. Other, other than, uh, as near as you can tell, uh, not particularly being a creature of the forest, maybe it's just the loud tramping of your party? Okay. Meemaw, you're up Yeah, I don't know if I wanted... I don't think there's anything else, so... It's it's quiet around here. It's It's eerily quiet. It's maybe a bit too quiet, I might say. I cast thaumaturgy on myself and i yell hey anybody there uh, all right uh roll me a persuasion check nine you see a couple of arrows come from out of the forest and, and they don't hit any of you all but they do 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 in, in a couple of trees nearby whoa mm-hmm. hey guys i think we just got a, a shot across our bow i don't know what's going on uh i I said hello. Uh, they seem aggressive. Whoever yeah, the they big are. booming voice probably didn't help. It helped. Thardex. Well, they know we're here. Can I perceive who might have shot at us, or at least know well, where they came from? Check. Twenty-one. Yeah, you. Uh, you see this rather buff-looking, heavily scarred centaur step out into the path in front of you all. He's holding a great axe. He goes, surrender to us, or we shall strike you down. We come here to protect the grandfather tree. Yeah, sure you do. We've seen you type. You drove us from your fuck our fucking village. Uh, I don't believe that was us. Uh, we are a chasing a evil druid who has corrupted animals and creatures of this forest as my friend Twiggy who is a a true and and virtuous druid could tell you uh, I believe we are here to assist you if you are in aid of the tree itself ah so you are the good people who come here with this abomination (laughs) his name is William I told him to decorate it his name is Zobber Choppins. <laughs> it is merely an automaton. It is unseemly, I will agree. <laughs> and I would much rather have an iron one or something cool. Uh, but William here, and I pat it on the shoulder, is harmless uh, as long as you are on the side of good and righteousness. Belisar, you're like the golem is in front of you. You're, you're kind of using it as a little bit of a meat shield. But, like, that centaur is standing, like, right near you. How are you regarding this challenge? So I'm going to say, um, so, yeah, this this dumb creature here sometimes makes things totally black and smells like ham. But don't take it out on him. Uh, the flesh golem is also totally banal. It has yet to do anything of good or ill. <laughs> yeah, you know, the... We use the flesh golem because we spent a lot of money on it, and that is it. But we come here in, I wouldn't say peace, but in, in an effort to kill this druid thing. What side what are you the, on, good sir? What was, the, what was the name of the evil druid? Thariala. 
Yes, we, we come here in opposition to Thariala. May I ask you, noble centaur, what side of this story you are on? You all talk very strangely. We are strange. <laughs> I don't, I don't, you speak common, but I don't make sense of any of the words you speak. Perhaps I can uh, present in common language that surpasses language. And I would like to play my loot. What are you? Uh, what are you playing for them? I am playing. Give peace a chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's gonna kill us! It's eighteen. Eighteen. Can I cast guidance? Uh, it, it is a pretty song. I'll give you that. This is universal language. We are. No, are we are trying to do our best. We would like to save World Tree. I love trees. I would like to be a tree one day. We all go back to Earth. Is not actively swinging his at, like he was kind of spinning it around. Mm-hmm. He's he's kind of planted it in the ground okay. at this point, but he definitely still seems very skeptical of you all. Is the thing you all are outsiders, and we've not had great luck with outsiders here in the high forest. I am introvert too. <laughs> Twiggy's not it's Twiggy's an insider. Yeah, Twiggy's all about you people. Twiggy, you're up next. What has been going on? This forest is corrupted. You've come this far and you're just now asking what's wrong. Well, I mean, what is the history of it? I know of this Archdruid and why and how long has this been going on? I mean, everyone else was dead, fled, or we killed them. I mean, we didn't have the opportunity to ask questions. Well, we had a bunch of outsiders come in invading us and driving our people from their villages. And now we are all displaced. Who are the outsiders? Do we? Yeah. Oh, they were us. There's all sorts. There was, uh, you know, monstrous creatures I've never seen before. There were animals. Some of them were plants. There was some. There was a uh, some elves and half elves and very mm-hmm. some very strange creatures indeed. We would like to help restore you to your home and restore your home and protect the tree and protect this forest. This is why we came. Only a persuasion check. 25. You see that he, he looks generally skeptical, but he's like, I like you, little one. You seem to know of what you speak. I want what's good for the forest and good for your home and to restore the balance of nature that has been so awfully broken. I believe you, but I'm not sure about your companions, honestly. The bar's all right. I know. (laughs) You know, they're very good. We've been traveling together for a very long time. They came with me to the Feywild and all over. We've had many adventures, and they can seem a bit off at first, but they are very good and want to restore, and I keep them in check, especially this one. I know what it's like to answer to tiny people. Bobber, is there anything that you're wanting to do in this moment? I just want to ask more about the <laughs> about what's going on. Like, yeah, about the people that attack them and if they know anything about the gra- grandfather tree. And uh, we know that grandfather tree is the oldest creature in the forest. Yeah, this is treated with respect, as are all of these forests. Well. I believe it's under attack. In fact, I know it is. We're kind of in haste to get there. Do you know any ways to get there more quickly? We know many ways in the forest. Could you guide us? I would 
Roll I really appreciate it. Roll a persuasion check. 14. You, you make me suspicious, dwarf. I mean, it's just my way. I'm not good with my words, but I'm good with my actions. And um, I assure you, I also want what's best for this forest. But We shall see. What about you, other dwarf? What have you got to say? I understand your hesitance about trusting us. We look badass. I completely understand that. And, I, you know, that's that's totally understandable. But uh, <laughs> our entire... I was just going to say our mission statement is to try to restore the good and... (laughs) I feel like like the actual uh, adventurous local mission statement is to do good where we can, if possible. (laughs) Whatever we can't do. To the best of our our ability, we're not that great. To the best of our ability, if possible, we'll try and save the day (laughs) if time allows. Amberlynn, roll me a persuasion check. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. He looks over you all skeptically, steps forward a little bit, and just just a little bit of light hits his face. You can tell that this centaur is still fairly young. And he he heaves up his axe, and you can't tell if he intends it aggressively or not. And you hear a voice from out of the darkness go, That's enough, Drozon. I think they have proved themselves. This halfling woman walks out, and she is carrying a bow basically the length of her body with a bunch of very spooky-looking arrows sticking out of a quiver, including a couple in her hands. And she goes, this is Drozon, my lieutenant. He is, well, our welcoming committee. Very my welcoming. Name, yes. My I name thought. is Georgina Sunmeadow. Aww. And I would invite you all to our camp. Oh, great. Some welcoming. Well, Fantastic. But uh, Georgina hops up on the back of Drozon, the centaur, and says, well, Drozon, lead us on into Kent. And that's where we'll pick up next week. You have been listening to We Slay Things, edited by Andy Gabor. Like our podcast and want to help support it? Toss a coin to your DM at ko-fi.com slash weslaythings. Visit weslaythings.com for more. Tree sounds older than Zardax's underwear. Well, I just got new underwear from MeUndies. Go to <laughs> MeUndies.com/slash slash we slay things and you'll get a 404 error. <laughs> <laughs>